top of the morning to ya beautiful people this is Aliyah Muhammad here with 21 things I have learned in 21 years welcome to the tall girl in the small world podcast it's your favorite tall girl Aliyah Muhammad so let's get right into it so number one the first thing I've learned in 21 years is how to dress it's been a struggle being tall and finding clothes that fit you is very <clears throat> is very hard and it's a difficult task, especially trying to find clothes that fits your style and fits your personality at the same time fits your body. Um, I'm still, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I'm still trying to find different outfits that fits my style, fits my personality, and fits my body at the same time. Um, I'm having a little success with Sheen, so shout out to Sheen. Sheen, Sheen, whatever, how y'all pronounce it, I pronounce it Sheen, but shout out to them, and uh, and their clothing are affordable, so check them out, and uh, number two is how to wash my hair, and how to do my hair, so my mom stopped washing her hair at a young age, when I say young, I meant Destiny Mary was young, I was a baby, I was a practically an infant, and she decided to stop washing our hair so I had to figure it out thank God for YouTube and thank God that I had like four other older sisters to teach me and ask questions and things like that how to do my hair it's been a, a real struggle with that I just recently um cut my hair about a year ago now but before that I let me tell you this one story I did not wash my hair for like it's so nasty, but I'm going to be real and transparent with y'all. I did not wash my hair for a couple of weeks, probably like two months. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and I was just like, just slicking it back to that ponytail. And then when um somebody washed it for me, it was very tangled. And it took them hours, hours upon hours to, um, to comb it out. And they did it. But it hurt so bad when it was doing it. But the end product, <clears throat> by the end, it was really cute. And it was like, Aliyah, do not ever do this again. I'm like, I'm trying not to. But with my type of hair and my type of schedule, I'm just getting out. I don't have nothing to do. But with my type of hair, and, and, at, and at that time, I really didn't have no idea what I was doing. I was like, a ponytail it is. Number three how to cook and how to especially cook navy bean soup um i learned how to cook my mom just like, observing her cooking different dishes and if you know my mom you know that she's a very busy woman she's an attorney she wants she runs her own law firm so she doesn't have that much time to cook but when she does she makes it quick and convenient so i made i learned how to make quick and convenient meals from her um, my sister learned how to cook fairly early, so I watched her. I was on the culinary team with um, Sister, Tisha, Sister Chandra, T-Chandra, called T-Chandra, um, T-Faye, Sister Faye, and many other incredible MGT in the nation from Houston. So I learned different skills from them. Um, and Navy Bean Soup, Navy Bean Soup is, has literally been a lifesaver for me. It helped me with my health. And it just keeps me going. It's just like my the gas to my engine, and it just keeps me going. It keeps me keeps me alert and keeps me alive. 
um, number four, being a God, being a God, um, I learned that I am a God and I can do anything that I set my mind to. And I was watching this clip with Kanye West and he was like, um, I said, I want, I am, I am a God and people would think, who do you think you are? And he said, I just told you who I thought I was. I'm a guy. Would you rather say I'm a nigga? I'm a gangster. I'm a pimp because the the color of my skin. I'm a the color of my skin. I'm a black male, and that's the thing that you expect me to say. And that's fairly true. I mean, black women have a more a little more leeway. It's not that many people out there to get them as far as. Now it's not. Uh, let me take that all the way back. I don't know what I'm talking about. Let me take that all the way back. The black woman is the most disrespected woman ever. Women, period, don't don't get as half as much respect they need. But black women, come on now, they they need way more respect. Like we are the cream of the crop. We are we are the second self of God. Like we have a we can create with our womb a whole child like that that is incredible and we are disrespected no 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 it needs to be a whole different mind shift but to learn that I am a god and I can do anything that I can I can do anything that I put my mind to and I am incredible in all aspects um number five everybody is not your friend so I am a people pleaser, being I <clears throat> being honest and transparent with y'all. I am a very much a people pleaser, and I walk on eggshells for a lot of people, and I want everybody to like me. But I have realized, just growing up and maturing and discovering who I am, that everybody's not gonna like me. It may not be like, oh, I don't like that girl over there. Like, she get on my nerves, she does this, she does that. And maybe, like, we cool, no, but we don't have to hang out. We don't have to be friends like that. Like, we don't have to call ourselves best friend. I don't have to hang out with you. I don't have to invite you to go just do this thing on Saturday and, and do that on Friday and things like that. And and that's okay. And on everybody who's out there who's like me and a people pleaser, it's okay. Love the friend that you do have. Love if you have siblings, love on them too because <clears throat> if they're around the same age, you're going through the same stuff and you can't connect with any more anybody more than your own siblings. And if you have best friends, like one best friend, like I have a few close friends. I have one best friend, like all-time best friend, and I have a few other close friends. I just have to appreciate the ones I got and love them to the end and love them unconditionally and not just be greedy and say I want more and more and just come out of myself to be other people's friends because I want more friends. Like, that's not that's not real and that's not authentic. So, if you like me and be honest with yourself and you think and and you ask yourself, am I a people pleaser? Try yourself. Try, try really hard not to be. It may be difficult, but try your best not to be a people pleaser. Because when you're a people pleaser, you're 
not being your 100% yourself. You're conforming to their idea of what they what you think they want you to be. And once you're not being yourself all the time, you'll eventually lose yourself and we don't want to lose ourselves. Number six, the meaning of my name, the most high. When I learned the meaning of my name, it gave me a little boost of confidence, a small boost of confidence and gave me a little appreciation to who I am. Um, my name is spelled A-L-I-Y-A-H. I know that everybody spells it when I go to the doctor or I work different jobs. People always spell it A-A-L-I-Y-A-H. Um, no, it's just spelled with one A in the beginning. And it doesn't make me upset or nothing. It's just like, get it right. It's only one A in the beginning, please. So, um, it's pronounced like the singer, but it's not like the singer. It's not the same spelling. And when people say, oh, it's just like the singer, I say, yes, but I'm not the singer. So, we got two different spellings of our names and we two different people. And I may, I take that meaning the most high. Um, she may take it a different meaning. Another lead may take it as a different meaning. So, we're all different. But shout out to all the leads out there. You're incredible. Um, number seven, lo- learning to love who I am. And just going back to number six and not trying to conform for people based, based on who I think that I, who, based on what they think that I should be. Um, did I say that right? Based on what I think they think I should be. Yeah based on that and not trying to fit in this norm or trying to be like what I think normal is or what I see on Instagram or Facebook throwing through what it meant to be a 21 year old what it meant what is it meant to look like what you're supposed to wear what you're supposed to like what are you supposed to like what you're supposed to read and I I'm learning not to care about any of that like, if you know me, you know that how introverted I am, you know how quiet I am. And I'm learning to love those aspects about me. Before I didn't, I would be like, I wish I wasn't like this. I wish I can just talk to people and be comfortable talking to people. I wish I um like going to parties, but I don't like doing any of those stuff. I really enjoy being by myself and being by, in my own space and listening to my music all my friends and family talk about the music that I listen to. But listen here, y'all. I love the music that I listen to, okay? Pop music is my favorite kind of genre. And everybody knows that Twilight is my favorite book. And I listen to the soundtrack of Twilight. Yes, I did that. And I know every song. And I still enjoy every song. They're still on my playlist to this day. So... Number eight, learning that I am an introvert. I mentioned that before for the previous one for number seven. Yes, I'm an introvert and I like to stay in my own space and be myself and read my books and listen to my music and just watch movies and just be by myself. I love to hang out with my my sisters when we're in the house. I love movie nights. Like when I turn... 20 I just say I want to have a movie night with y'all and just 
eat snacks and watch movies like that's literally what we did they my sister set it up really cute really nice um I think one of my friends came over and we did that but it was it was something that was very much Aaliyah very much an introverted kind of type of thing and my family are very extroverted so I know how to like deal are be comfortable with extroverts and be around extroverts but they know how I am and when they say like we going to a party we going out they like oh you don't want to go they they be not they're nice enough to ask me to consider if I may want to go that time but I'm like I don't know I don't think so so I just rather stay home um number nine learning about depression and anxiety so I have been going um, throughout my whole life feeling depressed and having a whole bunch of anxiety. But in the beginning, um, I don't want to say my whole life because like four and five, I wasn't going through depression and anxiety. I have to say like um, maybe like 13, 14, when you notice those small things about yourself that society may not like. And they may um, make you feel like you're not enough or you don't look right. Because if you know how I look, I I, I don't look. <laughs> I have very unique features. And when I would go out, people, especially children, would just look at me and stare at me and talk about me. And I see some will, like, start crying. I run away and do things for things like that so that it kind of just messed with my self-confidence and uh, I started to become depressed, have anxiety, and not like myself at all um, to today. And I learned that what that was and I put I could put a name on it, I could put a stamp on it, I can learn about it, I could talk about it. Um, I, I, I considered suicide multiple times throughout my life um I never attempted because I'm the type of person who's very vocal about it like I will say that I'm thinking about committing suicide to my parents or I will talk to someone that I'm really close with and say oh I'm thinking about committing suicide like I need some help um I when I do get like in this depressive state I don't talk at all and like the people my family know that oh it's something wrong with her we need to watch her like we need to pay attention to everything she's doing they check on me like every every 15 minutes to make sure I'm all right and I really appreciate them for that and as far as anxiety like my anxiety is so high all the time and especially growing up and getting older and having the different responsibilities of going places and getting a job and stuff and I have to drive to different places and I may want to go different places with my friends or things like that but I don't know how to drive and I have different I do right now I have different people taking me but <clears throat> one day I will have to learn how to drive and I'm not looking forward to for to that day because every time I'm in the car and they have to split your lanes and do all of these things. All of my family are very great drivers. It's not giving them no 
I'm not talking about bad about their driving skills, but when they have to do all of that, it's very, it's very scary for me, and it's, it just gives me anxiety thinking about, oh, I, one day I have to do that. So, going over to number 10, learning how to communicate. Um, like I said before, when I get really upset, or when I get in a depressive state, um, I don't like to talk. Like, I, I completely shut down. Like, um, when they try to ask if I'm okay, I'm like, I'm not talking to nobody. Because I'm either blow up and put something on you that doesn't deserve to be on you. Or I'm just going to start bursting into tears and I don't want to do any either of those. So I'm very quiet and I'm very um, shut down. So, what I haven't learned a method yet. I'm still trying to, I'm still learning how to communicate. It's not something that I'm done learning. And I got down to one, two, three, four, five, six. Like, I, I'm still learning that craft and um, I'm still learning how to decipher um, what to do when I am in no different anger or depressive states and how to, like, give people a signal of I don't want to really talk right now but um I'm not mad at you or something something so I have to come up with different things and I may have to do some research of to see if other people have these different have different coping mechanisms or different communication skills when they don't want to talk to anybody but want to at the same time communicate that they don't want to talk to anybody if that makes sense um number 11 Oh, shoot. Number 11, learn not to procrastinate. Did I say that word? Not right. Learn not to procrastinate. Procrastination is the devil, you guys. It's 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 a lion issue closing. Like, that procrastination feels so good when um that procrastination feels good when you're at that moment. But when you, when that's that day before, and you got to write a 10-page paper, Aliyah Muhammad did that, it don't feel good at all. It'll bite you on the neck hard. Like, for example, I was went to an English class at HCC, Go Eagles, I graduated, your girl graduated, but when I was still in school, I I waited the day before to write a 10-page paper. I was, I was, I didn't go to sleep. I didn't go to sleep. And it, and it was exam week. Yeah, I said exam week. So I had a million other things to do. And when I was in my art history class, I'm so sorry to those, my, my fellow students. When it was presenting their stuff, I fell straight to sleep. It wasn't because they were boring or whatever, or I didn't like what they were saying. I was tired, and, and I didn't even feel tired before. I was like, okay, I'm going to make it home, and I'm going to make it through all day without falling asleep. When they started talking, I went down, 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 down. So, I'm still learning the not to procrastinate, but that procrastination feels so good when you're in that moment, but it bites you in the neck every time. And number 12 social anxiety I'm not sure if this is a real term but I have social anxiety it literally 
it literally is uncomfortable talking to other people. Well, let me say it was because now I I have a little jobby job at the rodeo. So if you want, if you live in Houston and you want to visit me at the rodeo, rodeo, you can't. To the March 20th, I'll be there working. And I have to deal with a lot of customers. I have to deal with my coworkers and I have to talk to them. And it doesn't feel uncomfortable. I smile. I laugh with them. It's okay. But, girl, I don't know if I'm like, it's an alter ego or something. But when I'm truly myself and I'm in this and I'm in my Aliyah, I'm in Aliyah Muhammad. My alter ego is Ayana. My alter ego is Lilo. But when I'm Aaliyah and I have to communicate with other people, I'm like, the, in my insides, I'm just like cringing because I just feel so uncomfortable talking to other people. Number 13. Learn not to compare myself to others. If you do that, audience, toddlers, Shorties, whatever you are, girls, boys, men, women, if you do this, please stop comparing yourself to other people because the only person you're hurting is yourself. Okay, I I compare myself a whole lot to other people and it doesn't feel good. It doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel like a failure. I go through all of these emotions. It doesn't give me good thoughts because... It's not good. You don't know what that person may put a good thing out for you to see, but you don't know what what the heck they had to go through before they got to that point. So you don't know, and you don't have to know because it's not your journey. So we have to stop comparing ourselves to others. Just say that to yourself. Write it on your wall as an affirmation. Do not compare yourself to others. Number 14, recognize and appreciate who I am. Going back to number 13, comparing myself. Appreciate where I am. It's okay to be at number one. If you're at number one, at least you made it to number one. It could be negative numbers too. You could have been at negative two, negative one, negative zero, but you're at number one. You're at step one. So applaud yourself. Pat yourself on the back for that. And I'm talking to myself as well. Like, that is something you should be proud of. And that is something that you should appreciate. And appreciate where you are. And that's what my sister told me. Like, I talked to my sister about everything. And I just had this moment where I was comparing myself to other people. And I was just like, I don't feel good. Like, I'm this, this age. And I'm like, I'm still at... I feel like I'm still at step one. I don't know what to do. And it was just like, it's okay. It's okay to be where you at. Appreciate where you at because you have, you can see yourself going other places. Like you have a whole journey ahead of you. You have a whole, you know what I'm trying to say. You have a whole path that you have to go through. It's going to be zigzags up down left right side to side but that's okay it's your journey it's your life so appreciate that stuff this is a rated g podcast but i didn't want to say stuff 
So, <laughs> so yeah, number 15, figure out, oh yeah, I found out that I was an Aquarius, okay, I shout out to all my Aquarius, our season just ended, but we are the best people in the world, um, I know a couple of Aquarius, and there are some amazing people, so, if you think you're the best and you're a Leo, a Pisces, a Cancer, whatever you call yourself, but Aquarius is the best, and that's all I'm going to say about it. Number 16. Um, I figured out I have a small hypothesis of why I love flowers so much, because a short story, when I was a baby and I was just born in the hospital, someone put me on a dress with a whole bunch of sunflowers and stuff on it and um i'm in the nation if i didn't say that before i'm in the nation i'm a nation of islam my parents are in the nation so we have different beliefs and we believe that someone like an angel from god put me on that dress and some something really special happened. I believe that too because to this day I love all types of flowers. I literally decorate my whole creative space and I decorate everything with flowers. I put flowers on my bean just because. But I love flowers. I love sunflowers, roses, all types of flowers. And I think that's why I love flowers. And I love especially love sunflowers and it was sunflowers all over the dress that I was put on at the hospital. So, think about it. I don't know. Tell me what you think. Um, number 18. Learn that I have a connection with energy. Oh, yes. I have a deep connection with energy. I'm trying to learn more about it, how to control it. When I was little, when energy was too high, I would cry. When the energy was too low, I would cry because I didn't know how to handle those emotions at the time. But right now, when the energy is too high, I'll, I'll probably start crying. <laughs> so, it's just like, what you do different, girl? What you do different? Um, I just know I can just recognize it. Let me just say that. I don't know. <laughs> as far as how I react to it. It's probably the same. When I, when it's down, I cry. When it's up, way too up, I cry. So it's the same. Baby Lilo and, and older Lilo still handle it the same way. But older Lilo recognize it's the different energy that I'm feeling. The it's gonna on the different spiritual levels and how high and how low it is. Um, the last three. Uh, 21 things I have learned in 21 years. I want to take these as what I'm grateful for. 19, 20, and 21. 19, I am thankful, highly thankful for my parents. They have given me life, literally. And a lot, well, a lot first. In my parents, I thank them so much. They have made so many sacrifices for me and have loved me unconditionally. Um, people may only know the kind and sweet Aaliyah, but this Aaliyah right here, the whole 100% Aaliyah, she get an attitude, she, she do all types of stuff that people really don't know about, because I can hide it real quick, but they know everything, and my mom can read me like a book, she know when I'm 
like in my head like it just happened yesterday I was in my head about something um I was in my head about something and I just asked her something real random <laughs> and I just told her real random and I was kind of uh, she could tell I was like a little upset and she was just like okay I can see I can see it all over her face like she was she could see it was something wrong and I was like she was like I, okay it's okay Aaliyah like she was silent she wasn't saying it but I could see it all over her face she was like it's okay Aaliyah you don't have to come at me like that go your energy is low go to sleep and come back and do whatever you need to do but my mom um really knows me and I may not think she do sometimes right now 21 year old maturing I know that she knows me but from the top of my head to the bottom of my foot that she knows everything about me but and then when I when she would point out things about me that I didn't like I'm like nah it's not true I don't know what you're talking about but when she does this now probably at the time at the moment when she says it I'm like you don't even know what you're talking about like no but when I go back and I take a rest and I take a step back and I think about what she say I'm like oh yeah that's a hundred percent true so I appreciate my dad too he is the best dad ever that I can ask for and he treats me like a jewel and I uh, really love him so much and I thank you dad his birthday about to come up 51 brother but um number 20 thankful for my sisters oh all four of them are incredible very much incredible people I love them so much they all are very different they all want to be different they all have different goals but what they all have in common is they love them to me and I really love that about them and I can talk to all four of them about anything um and they'll just give me the real especially a mirror but <laughs> in Destiny but they'll give me the real and give it to me straight and at the same time they'll pat my back and let me cry about it even if I'm wrong but they'll just and they don't and they, and they don't and also my mom and my dad they don't if I'm saying something that's wrong they don't agree with me so I can feel good about myself they're going to tell me they're going to say oh that's not right Aaliyah this is it should be A, B, C, and D and they'll tell it to me in the most gentle way sometimes but it will still they won't be just saying anything to make me feel comfortable about myself or feel me feel good about myself and I really appreciate them for that so I love you sisters you know who you are well I'm a name of anyway Kiara Crystal Destiny Amir I love you to the ends of the earth and I am thankful for this platform Hollies tall girls and the rest of you people <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm thankful for each and every one of you listeners thank you for supporting me and reposting me and just just encouraging me to do this and um 
opinion, my focus group, and different things that I'll ask, different ideas I'll ask of you, and you just helped me um, throughout this whole journey, and I really appreciate it. So that is it for the 21 things and the or last three things that I am truly grateful for. And I really appreciate you for listening. I hope you have an amazing day. I hope you have an amazing night whenever you're listening to this, whatever time of day you're listening to this. And it's your tall girl, Aliyah Muhammad. And this is the Tall Girl in the Small World podcast. Peace.